all Todd. Todd, 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 Todd. There it is. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> they're gonna do it. Yeah. Fucking fizzy lifting drink situation all over again. You gotta clean the ceiling, man. It's fucking terrible. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast, the GTRPG podcast that totally got fucked up by daylight savings time this week. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. My name's Turner. I'll be your dungeon master and host of These Are All the Announcements You Get This Week. Apologize for the late publish this week, folks. There were a few technical issues and some personal stuff that popped up, which is also kind of why you're only getting the short announcements. But rather than wallow in that, I'll give you the good news. You're getting another campaign episode next week. That's right. As we've gotten into the holiday season, I try to use that little bit of extra time to get caught up between our published schedule and our actual real-time, really real schedule, which means for as many weeks as possible between now and the end of January, you're going to be getting a campaign episode from week to week to week to week. So that way we wrap up Fate's Arc probably by the end of January. Some exciting stuff in there, some truly, truly bonkers insane. I can't believe we did that shit and pulled it off stuff in there that I cannot wait for y'all to hear. So apologies again for the late publish this week and the abbreviated announcements. If you're in our discord, you kind of know what's going on there. And we absolutely appreciate everybody's patience. Extra campaign episodes coming in the weeks to come. Streaming content galores. So head over Monday's Twitch. Check us out 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Once again, we appreciate you hopping on to listen to us. Not a family-friendly show. Crude humor, violence, gore. Beer pong, tieflings. Back next week with another campaign episode and some juicy, juicy stream of consciousness made show announcements, which is really why we know you come back week to week. Anyway, thanks again for joining us. Hope you enjoy the show. And on that note, we're back with the party of five. <laughs> what? She, she was like, oh no, I'm missing my cue. Let me, let me clap. Let me don't clap real quick. I miss, I miss my cue. Oh no. We're doing the clap now. Wait. God damn it. Oh god. Oh god damn it. I'm Tori and I play Mori. <laughs> I'm going to keep making noises. I'm just going to continue on this nervous breakdown so somebody stops me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Please, please please tag me out. (laughs) It's your boy Harlan, and I play, as you guys know, Todd the Tiefling, a.k.a. T-O-double-D. A.K.A. your favorite bounty hunter's favorite bounty hunter. A.K.A. the Todd father. Your MVT. Bringing that BTE. Todd. Ah! He's the greatest of the universe. See, some of you have dropped out of that. And I hate to tell you, that's a whole season thing. Just get on the fucking ah trolley. (laughs) I've never been on it. So uh, (laughs) I feel like I got to stay committed to not doing it now. Uh, I never said it.
I'm not I'm not going to lie. I was I was trying to prep for my turn and did not catch the cue. That's on mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is that is on you. See? <laughs> See? Not worth it. It's very worth it. Uh I'm Jamie. I play Eldrin Thaneros and did you know that owls are disgusting and carry more disease than both pigeons and rats. That's all. Fuck owls. That was aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Those are majestic, beautiful, legendary creatures. Majestic beasts. Nope. <laughs> Disease-ridden. Apex predators. Baby-stealing monsters. Did a- did Eldrin just drop like a owl diss track? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a... Indeed he did. Indeed he did. Ether the owls for no reason. Can that be his musical episode? He has to do ether, but for owls. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck great owls. I rock holes. Y'all rock feathers. Now you want to see my night, fellas? And fuck your 270 degree head turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'm Jazz. I play Fate. You got it. Um, the wizard on this party. And um, so one <laughs> quick note that... Uh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, it was, it was Turner's fucking face. I didn't even get into my intro before you guys started to kill it. <laughs> it's like you've tried to convert your intro to metric. It's like, wait a minute, oh, fuck. This, no. this intro is in millimeters, and I was expecting Imperial. Like, it was... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay okay i'm good i'm good wow wow all right fine sorry this is all Tori's fault <laughs> Set <in the> tone. <laughs> i'll say couldn't even let me get the bad joke out before you went to kill me no go for it go for it i thought you had it written down and you was going to your phone like oh, i wrote this one down <laughs> no uh, uh, i was not sure what was happening i i, I played jazz Fate, the wizard in this party. I'm like, it just seems like a chatbot impersonating Jazz. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. I think you said on this party. Anyway, go ahead. On this party. <laughs> I did. I did say on the party. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Even better. Oh, shit. <sighs> Hi, everybody. This is Jazz. I play Fate. Um, so Fate had a real nice friend um, while he was still enrolled in school back at... Um, <laughs> <laughs> CMA. His, what is what is happening? <laughs> what did I miss? What is happening? Can I not? He's giving his personal ads right now. <laughs> this is this is his profile, his dating profile. <laughs> what is what is happening right now? Please explain. Fade once had a friend in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> Tartar, what is going on? <laughs> Jazz, what is going on? <laughs> just, just go. Just finish it. Just go, Don. I can't. <laughs> Don't look at him. Oh, God. Don't look at him. Just do your clothes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I can still see you as the bad part. Mm. Fate had a homeboy used to rock with in CMA um, who dropped out because he couldn't spell the end. Oh, God. We, we, we was, we was, you know, I was all that for that? that was- <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't it. But, you know, at this point, the damage has been done. That was that was the crux of the joke and pun. He dropped out because he couldn't spell. Oh. That was that was what we was waiting on. Oh, fuck. That was it. Oh, I get it. Oh. That was- <laughs> you, got, you got it? That's what we was waiting oh, on. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. Thank thank you for finding a way to kill the giggles, Chess. <laughs>
That was exactly what we needed to get into the episode proper. Oh my god! Fucking cured my hiccups too. Right on. (laughs) It's got to be difficult to write those bad jokes. That that one. It was. Oh my god! It is. It is. Yeah, I appreciate the effort. And I am Anthony, who plays Babatunde. All right. Uh, Where we left off, uh, the Pentagoons had traveled to Yalhavar in an effort to track down Fate's student loan officer who was responsible for abducting his mom's soul, as well as his stabilizing agent, uh, one of which is known to be on the grounds thanks to the compass, the other of which is rumored to be on the ground based off of what he had picked up from his stepdad. After kind of bopping around some of the administrative offices, they managed to hook up with one of the smaller departments whose chair was in contention between a furbolg and a halfling who agreed to uh, hook them up with library access if they were to solve the competition for the department chair by purloining a ceremonial sword that was being carried by a Yurgish visiting professor that was being wooed by two organizations on campus at a party that evening. So the party went into heist planning mode and procured a fake sword, information about the professor and his lactose intolerance, and some extremely ill-fitting caterers' costumes. They also were headed to Omega 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 to pick up some drugs to up their sedative game for taking out this representative. Omega 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 turned out to be a community house slash mini guild slash fraternity slash sorority comprised entirely of party tieflings. Upon entering to uh, suss out a supplier, they all huddled together to point out that Todd resembled the Omega 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 house chapter's founder and was identified as, quote unquote, the chosen one which is where we pick up now with this gaggle of college party tieflings having all basically kind of come together in the uh, the large open entryway, crowding in from different hallways, all kind of jammed up indoors. A little bit of a silence except for the occasion rumbling bubble of a bong uh, somewhere in, in the back or cracking open a, a beard, a shotgun on one of their horns. When what is ostensibly not necessarily the head of the house, but clearly the guy who handles all the uh, materials for the house. The house chemist is uh, standing halfway down the stairs wearing an open bathrobe, Bermuda shorts, and a sleeveless shirt that uh, says tieflings do it like fire across the front of it. He descends the rest of the way, slows down in front of Todd and looks over your party and it looks at Todd. All right. So uh, what are you doing here, man? Are you uh, are you finally here to fulfill the prophecy? I, but sure. Yes. Yes. Well, now, now, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to to be disrespectful, but that's that. That was a moment of hesitation there that made me makes me a little. You, I mean, you know the story of our house and our founder, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Then, uh, what? Why don't you uh, recite it, and then uh, we can be really confident that you are who you say you are. If I am who I say I am, do I have to recite it? Fuck! That is a good logic puzzle, man. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me converse with some people. Hold on. And you see them kind of huddle up with a couple other guys and you hear the one guy go, man, I didn't know. That's fucking, I don't even know. That's a, uh, that is a, hold on. Let's get Steve. He was pre-law for two semesters. And Steve comes over and goes, yeah, man, um, we're in a little bit of a pickle here. Let's, uh, hold on. I think I've got a solution. And you hear him whisper to the main guy and the main guy comes back over and goes, all right, so here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the story and you can tell me whether it's true or false. 
and then we'll know for sure. Let's go. All right. So, well, once upon a time, there was a mage, just like all those other nerdy ass mages you see out there. Excuse you? Yeah. Like that guy right there. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> Thank you. It's cool you brought a visual aid, man. That's the kind of thing that gets you extra points, we found out. <laughs> But this particular mage was kind of tired of being a nerd. So instead of using all his magic to, uh, you know, make fucking shit sparkle and, oh, fucking rabbits appear and shit and, oh, help mankind, fucking kill monsters, he decided to focus all his powers inward just to make himself awesome. Right? So mm -hmm. he focused his magic on first making himself really, really, like, really buff and strong, man, and fit. But then he realized that just wasn't enough. So he just kept layering it on awesome. And he got, man... He got fit, and I don't mean just like lowercase fit. I mean like capital F fit. I mean, you know, quick of leg, robust of loin, skin glowing with the fires of awesome and sick game, son. His power and potency grew to legendary status, and in just a couple of semesters, and everyone, man, everyone discovered that our man was so potent that if you were to hook up with him just once, man or woman, any child you might have in the future would carry his mark. That's where we're all in some way distantly related to. Our man at the mantle, he founded Omega 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 House and, you know, people flocked to his word. But, you know, I'll tell you, man, it was too much fucking awesome for this square ass school to bear. That tight ass dean, man, down at the fucking office got stodgy and got jealous that all everybody at the school was decided that this fucking Omega Omega was the place to be. And uh, so they got together, man, and they decided to imprison somewhere on campus. You know, but as the narcs bound him, he swore. That one of his progeny would arise one day, full of swag and disregard for authority and lacking a, a decent amount of self-preservation and common sense. And that chosen one would find him and set him free. That is the exact prophecy that I, yeah. It's, that. it's him, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> it's him! And there's like a roar in the house and fucking music, like starts up and they all just immediately start pirating and you all are largely forgotten as they wander off and the moment is over and the one guy goes to you so uh what do you need man for real what are you here for we, we came here uh for how can i say party favors oh like like little horns that go or like a hat man or you need like a do you see that guy passed out on, on, on the couch over there oh yeah yeah that's frank whatever he had we need about five of that Ooh, okay. All right. Um, he looks over at fate and he squints his eyes real tight and he goes, I know what you're thinking. I already know what you're thinking. He's cool. He's not an arc. He's cool. I know what you're thinking. He's cool. It's his birthday. Well, I don't know if he's cool. Fate looks and gives him the double thumbs up. And, and a smile. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> Harlan, Harlan, I'm going to need you to roll a persuasion check after that maneuver. <laughs> it's, getting, it's, getting, it's getting difficult. It's getting difficult when you look over there like that. Maury's going to come around the corner having put on the hat of, of disguise. It's a snapback now. <laughs> <laughs> on a a female tiefling that, that kind of looks like Todd, but just like an inch taller uh, and two inches broader, and then puts an arm around fate. <laughs> so, hey, here we go. <clears throat> Ooh, a twenty-four. Oh, sorry. 
So here's the thing. He's going to hook you up. But so if you fail, they're going to make fate take a hit to make sure he's not a cop beforehand. (laughs) But if you pass. Can I roll this at disadvantage? (laughs) (laughs) Can can I roll this at? (laughs) I think that would be fair. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. I think that would be fair. Wait a second. Did he just? I was going there. So yeah. (laughs) This 24 doesn't even need to count. Do I have to get rid of my proficiency? Can I get rid of that as well? You rolled a goddamn dice. (laughs) Oh, oh, is that a one? No, no, it's a seven. (laughs) 18. Jesus Christ. What is your fucking bonus to persuasion? Plus 10. Plus 10. Uh, my guy, you know, fate here's our tester for whenever we get our shit. We got to make sure it's good. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) All right, man. That's cool. And he looks at you slightly one inch taller and slightly a couple inches broader than Todd. He goes, wait a minute, man. Was that perhaps too hasty? (laughs) No, no, no. The dice cast. We're going to say that. We're going to say that one's the chosen one. So, all right, cool, man. Uh, here you go. Uh, and he, it, let's see, uh, that's, uh, that's 40 gold, man. Only 40 gold. All right. Fate paid a man. For the chosen one? Yeah, man. That's the chosen one discount. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a, I, I deemed it a, a very fair price. Fate paid the man. Uh, Todd, I don't have any money. You do. You <laughs> do have money. <laughs> no, 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 Todd. I, I don't. Remember, I, I lost it all during the race. Oh, shit. <laughs> he did. Do you not remember? He did lose it all with his fucking dick fucking thing. Jesus Christ. Who's got 40? I'm, Hold on a second. I've got some ducats, but. The, the duckies ducats? No, I've got I've got some money, <laughs> but I don't think I should be paying. What What if we play you for it? Ooh. Because you see, we were just, we were just in the fields of madness, you know? And just lost all our shit. <laughs> you hear somebody from the side, a beer pong, beer pong. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not the bro. Yeah, no, this is a beer pong challenge coming. <laughs> a hyper competitive female tiefling, deep, deep indigo skin, leans around the frame of the door. Did I just hear somebody challenge me to a game of beer pong? <laughs> <laughs> and you hear the entire house go. <laughs> Uh, at the same time and so like immediately like fucking furniture is cleared out of the way fucking tables are drugged down in front since we're at a frat house i'm assuming there's snacks around (laughs) oh absolutely absolutely me me and the dog are gonna sit and just like share snacks and like watch like (laughs) the dog see See? Bob has never seen th- anything like this before. You know, it's also funny though. Obviously, you you don't eat anything at the frat house. You don't know what's laced with those things and what's been touched with what. He doesn't know that. You've no too late. <laughs> he say this. Too late. No, 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 no. I said, I said what I said. <laughs> No clue. Bob is out of his own. Go straight for the homemade pastries, my guy. That's what you always do with these things. There's some brownies over there that look pretty good. Yeah. Rice Krispies. Uh, Baba, please, please don't share the brownie with the with the dog. Dogs love brownies. Do not share the brownie with the dog. <laughs> no, I heard I heard Eldrin's fun fact about brownies. The main guy goes, "All right, now y'all are facing off against Big Munda Beefus." <laughs> 
She is our resident house beer pong champion. Ms. Beefus? What? Oh, Big Munda Beefus. <laughs> Thank you, Lethos, for Big Munda Beefus. Big Munda Beefus is our champion beer pong player, man. That's a champion name. So who from y'all side is challenging? Is this a, what is this, a, a 2v2? Yeah, 1v1. Oh. 1v1. Oh, man. Mm. They picked a champ. You got to pick a champion. Oh, Ty's the chosen one. Let him do it, right? Ty's the chosen one. Yeah. It's, it's got to be you, Chad. Let's bring it on. I was going to pass it on to somebody else and just watch as a, as a proxy. Or y'all would be my proxy and I would just look like a king would do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But sometimes- Sometimes you got to get your hands dirty. The chosen one clearly would be able to flawless victory here. So let's see it. Sometimes you got to get your hands dirty. Let's let's go. I mean, you know, sometimes the king has to be an example to his to his constituents. Baba doesn't know what the king has to do. Don't worry about it, guys. No, no, no. I very much know. <laughs> and right now I'm about to watch and see what you do. <laughs> Is we is we in here? Is we the, is, is that the king we talk about? Is we there here? Oh my goodness! That was that was in a past life. Maury's <laughs> 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 gonna dap up Todd with a guidance. All right, here here we go. Here we go. All right, let's roll initiative real quick. Like you go ahead and roll initiative first, there, Mister the Tiefling. Let's go. Let's rock. Uh, twenty five. All right, here we go. Big Munda's gonna roll. That's a 10 plus 7. So 17 for Big Munda, 25 for Todd. Todd, you go first. So what this is going to be, armor class 20 for the cups. You hit it. Your opponent has to drink. Uh, how many cups are typically in beer pong? Six, right? Six, all right. Ten? Is it ten? It's a triangle. It's usually more than six. It's a, it's a triangle, but I just assumed it was one, two, three. It's ten. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's one, two, three and not like a whole ten. I think it's four, three, two, one. Is it? I don't know when you've ever played beer pong. <laughs> Someone hasn't been in college for a long time. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, a, there's definitely a middle cup. There's definitely a middle cup, but there's no middle with that. For the sake of this episode not turning into a, like a four-hour long fucking beer pong challenge, we're going to six ac20 to hit if you hit your opponent has to slam their drink which will impose a minus two penalty on their rolls going forward which stacks so mm. first person to knock out all six of their opponent's cups wins todd you throw first and it's just an attack roll actually you know what do a sleight of hand do a sleight of hand probably better for him Ooh, 28 damn he's got plus nine it doesn't even graze it it's just <laughs> splash just like no it doesn't even rim the, the cup Big Munda sees it plop in, looks across the table, goes, I see you, Tieflin, <laughs> and picks up the cup, chugs it down, ball and all. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then flips out a, oh, twos it. So, ricochets off the table and hits fate in the eye. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> so, that's one up for Todd. Zero for Big Munda. Todd, your go. Todd's kind of feeling himself. He does the whole, like, closes his eyes and kind of tosses it over his shoulder and... You getting a little too, too, too out of yourself there, buddy? Oh, 13. See, you shouldn't have closed your eyes, buddy. Ooh. <laughs> 13. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I was feeling myself. Oof. That is only a 16 for Big Munda. So she's too busy laughing at your failure to sink it in successfully. All right. You go. Todd sees her laugh. Laughing and just like you, you really don't know what you got into. I've, I've been born to do this, and then he throws another one. Twenty-eight. Oh. <laughs> you might just be the chosen one after all. That's a twenty-four, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's one on the board for BM. 
Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. Big Bunta still's got some game left in her. <laughs> Let's go, chosen one. Actually, hang on. That's minus four. That's 11 plus nine, 20. It's only a 20, but it still hits. Is it minus two for each? Because you've made two. Yeah. Okay. So now you minus two. Yeah, you've made two, but she still makes it at one. So now you're at minus two. All right. Comes the nat one. You shut your face. <laughs> you jinxed me. You... <laughs> You jinx me. It's not a net one. It's a five. It's a five. What's the matter there, Slick? You uh, feeling the liquor already? We're just getting started. Boop, that's only a 15 for Big Munda. Oh my God. <laughs> it looked like a one on my side, but here we go. I need Todd to win this, but I also want him to feel a little like like he didn't just walk it in. Oh my God. What? What'd you say? What'd you say? Mm. 20. There you go. <laughs> nat 20. <laughs> oh, I will say on a nat 20, you drop it in one and manage to bounce it out into a second one. <laughs> And the entire crowd goes, <gasps> the magic shot. <laughs> it is as it was written. <laughs> did you miss the opportunity to say the money shot? Is that, is that what you did? <laughs> I guess I did. <laughs> that is four down for Todd. <laughs> Should have told him to cool off. Instead of two balls, one cup, that would be one ball, two cups. <laughs> oh. Oh, yikes. I am. <laughs> yikes. I am terrified. Yikes. I think Big Monday's ready to concede after that one. Uh, she is at minus eight on this roll now. Can't she? She has to roll a Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yep. So that's a 12. So that's not going to do it. Todd, your go. Ugh, 14. That's a nope. Nope, there's no go. She she is clearly after slamming those last two drinks. And this is not beer. This is some weird fizzing, glowing, like rainbow shiny, like God knows, like at the end of the party, the tiefling strain it down into a giant vat that they bring out just for this particular occasion. And she is wobbling now. This is your champion? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's two more left, right? Yep. Jesus Christ, it's getting worse. 18. Nope, not going to do it. That was 20, right? Yeah, you're not making it. Yeah, you got to hit 20. Yep. It's a little bit of wobble in Todd's shot still. Little, little, a little. 19 at a minus eight. That's only an 11 for her. <laughs> she said, I'm going to get, I swear, Chiefling, he's not special. <laughs> All right, Todd, let's, let's just end this. Come on, come on. You got this. 19. Jesus Christ. Just when I start putting my faith in you, you let me down. Everything started out so well. First of all, have you not realized that I'm fueled by your hate, right? <laughs> the, the fuel. All right. Well, then fuck you, Todd. You don't got this. She zings one off the side of the table, which made us hit fate in his other eye. <laughs> <laughs> she is stumbling around now, and the, the rest of the, the tieflings have gotten kind of sad and have wandered off. After getting hit in the second eye, t fate looks over. Todd, I honestly, I, I expected better. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and big tiefling Mori is going to give him like a like a bro fist to the shoulder. I didn't get I didn't get any better. I didn't get mm, any better. This isn't helping. Unfortunately, she times it exactly when he goes to throw. And it ricochets it off. Boof. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's a guidance. So a D4, whatever you want it. Yeah, man. I think this has gone beyond most of our attention span. So <laughs> it'd be real cool if you could just like finish this up so I could give you the drugs and go back to my, my fucking... <laughs> I'm writing a thesis paper and I got a fucking batch of MDMA on the fucking burner. So I got to, you know, let's wrap this up. How are you... 
how are you not doing this with a plus nine? How are you not doing this with a plus nine? I've seen you miss shots with your bow at plus nine. <laughs> and you didn't even have to get 20. You didn't even have to hit 20. Big Bunda just takes with a ball and just pops it in her mouth and is like chewing. It's not even trying anymore. Is <laughs> my go? Here we go. 25. That'll do it. You zig it in there. She chugs the last one and collapses. Well, I know that was only five, but I think this had run its course after that net 20. So <laughs> <laughs> here you go, man. Here's your uh, Here's your five pills. One of those will uh, get the average person real laid back. Two of them will, uh, you know, make them go night-night. Three of them will put them into a coma. <laughs> Four of them would kill an owlbear. And five of them, I don't know who you are, and, and prank caller, prank caller, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but, Brog, you know how those Yergs love to party, so... Oh, yeah, man. How many do you think they take? Like, we want to try and hang, so what's their average? Oh, wait, y'all are going to the Yergish thing? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, oh right on. Um, I don't, I don't know how y'all got an invite to that, man. That's, that's, pretty, uh, that's a pretty stodgy party, man, but... uh. Yeah, no, I mean, I would, again, if, if they are just a standard humanoid, any more than two of those is really dangerous. So, you know, just be, be careful. I, I sincerely hope y'all are, aren't trying to kill somebody. And if you are, I really don't want to know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we, uh, we're just about having a good time here. And, um, it's, to be perfectly clear, y'all aren't going to try and give those to somebody without them knowing it, right? This isn't like a, you're trying to slip somebody something, is it? No, 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 no. This is, no. This is just to have a good time, man. We're just trying to, you know. So, so this is this is all for all of y'all? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. In my little dog, too. Five. One for each of us. Yeah. Five. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do a real quick insight check. Somebody give me a deception roll. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that, t- Todd's good at deception. I am not. Deception could be me. And you got the D4. Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. That's a 31 for Maury. Oh, okay. Got, oh, she got higher deception than me. Sure. <laughs> she rolls the deception roll. Yeah, no, that was a pretty good line about all five of them here. I'm going to go and roll the inside check just to see if he crits, because that's what it'll take. <laughs> We know he's really good at spotting narc. Oh, oh. So close. Ooh. Oh, so close. Ooh. 24, <laughs> 19 on the die. Was- Normally he would have advantage at spotting narcs, but I'm ready for this to be over. So <laughs> <laughs> he's got that narc spotting advantage. That- Look, man, he's not his first time around campus. He knows what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> so you guys are able to load up on some pills and start heading to the party and we get ready for the heist. All right, guys. Who's, who's, who's putting these pants on? You, motherfucker. Whoa. You, you're the one who got the pants. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I got, I got pants for all of us. You can wear them. Why am I the only one wearing them? Oh, so we're going to, you're, you're going to wear them. We're all going to wear them. Listen, listen, but what's the inseam on these pants? Cause what, 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 what are we going with? Like, like, like I mean, are, are my quads showing? Cause I've been, I've been having leg day. So are my quads popping? Yeah. They're, they're mid thigh. Oh, okay. It's a good workout shorts. Because they were for dwarves, they are mid-thigh and tight. So they leave nothing to the imagination, and they do not restrict freedom of movement. The jacket is a little bit almost like a vest for all of y'all. And there are, just for the sake of it, little hats that go along with the ensemble. Where's my tail actually coming through? Did I have to rip out? Just cut a hole. Did I have to cut a hole? <laughs> just 
cut a hole. Todd's pretty pretty adept, I think, at cutting tail holes at this point. So <laughs> it is bright crimson red, mid-thigh, hot pants for all intents and purposes. We can call them workout shorts. No, uh, they're hot pants. <laughs> and the, again, you guys can't get your arms all the way in, so you're forced to tear the sleeves off the jacket. Of course, I would do that. So now it's really just kind of like this brocaded vest that comes down to the midriff. Maybe with some real squeezing, you could button one button. I mean, Maury can because they don't have any bones uh, and Fate can because I imagine the width of his chest is pretty narrow. But Baba, Eldrin, and Todd. (laughs) We've established the lack of upper body strength. Don't act like it's not in the Viking. Since Todd is the shortest one, those shorts have got to be even shorter on some of the taller people. Wait. Who is who is Todd not shorter than? I I, I, I said I'm five eight. He said he is the shortest one. He's the shortest one. Oh, I'm the shortest one. So if they come to my mid thigh, oh man, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Maury's gonna take the vest and kind of uh, shift this guy's self to give like a Pedro Pascal at the Met Gala. Oh, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> just just bright red long coat with the mid thigh shorts. Very nice. <laughs> Does anyone have any magic that could disguise my armor? I'd, I'd prefer not to take it off. Mm, mm. That's a good point. I don't believe I do. Um, hold on, just a moment. I definitely do not. Mm. No, 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 uh, no. I've got this cloak of billowing. What is that? Not that. <laughs> It is a cape that we quite frequently forget that you have that will, upon command, billow out heroically behind you. Like, flap, like, fuck. <laughs> Literally never used it. <laughs> so you guys have got a couple of options to slate out. Obviously, you've got the caterer costume. Any number of you can dress up as caterers and circle around the party. Some of you do have the option of posing as guests to the party. And you've got the layout of this place. So you've got a couple different offerings on how you can dress up to investigate that you guys don't all have to do the same thing. The one thing that I will tell you as you get into it, there will be a big crowd moving through different stages of the party. What we will do is once you guys figure out and say, okay, this is our plan, X, Y, and Z are going to dress up as caterers, or all of us are going to dress up as caterers, whatever the case may be, we'll roll initiative and we'll go through this in turn order. On each one of your turns, you're going to roll a party check. So in addition to the party goers that you can see on the map, as we all know, throughout the course of a party, you encounter different kinds of people. On a 1 through 13, you don't encounter a random party goer. On a 14 through 16, there is a random party goer table that I will make you roll on, and that'll initiate some kind of encounter. 14 through 16 is one table, 17 through 20 is the other table. So think of think of like a random wandering monster table, but based off of a list of shitty people that you could meet at a party that I looked up earlier today and created a random encounter (laughs) party table (laughs) off of. So that'll be how we kind of move through this and the different things that you encounter as you you go through your plan. Just a quick overview of the map as you guys have studied it. uh, Your tokens are currently in the marble entryway. The location has a number of libraries that people will congregate in, a couple of smaller dining, cocktail, or d'oeuvre tables, a study, a lab slash apothecary, a dance hall, the primary dining room, a little smaller secondary room at the back, the kitchen area, and then the uh, kind of like a buffet line area next to it. There are a couple of tokens with a yellow halo around them. Those are the entertainment, which include, if there are people up on the stage, performers, uh, the back room, there's some karaoke going on. The ones wandering around are basically like wandering jesters. There is the kitchen staff that is currently in the kitchen is in red. I know you guys are dressed up as caterers, but in this particular case, the caterers are 
really more coordinating the dishes. There is a kitchen staff that is there basically to act as sous chefs and prepare it. And you guys are more like party coordinators and not just actually responsible for preparing the food itself. So on that note, what's the plan? Or what's the deployment, I would say? I'm going to the party. Yeah, we knew that. <laughs> says, says Morian, this is full bright red Pedro Pascal at the Met Gala. This is not the caterer's outfit anymore. This is a formal <laughs> outfit. <laughs> I, I, I started the plan. I wanted, I wanted the uniforms. I'm going. I'm going full in. I'm, I'm, I'm staff. Okay. Todd is dressing up as a caterer slash staff. I'm going to support Todd as a caterer. All right. Aldrin is going caterer. So what was that, Baba? You can go into security for her which and keep your armor. Yes, that's what I was <gasps> thinking. I was thinking that I would be a guest as well, but a security is good. Okay. I would like to keep my armor. I could be a visiting. Ooh, who should I be? <laughs> What's my name, guys? I should go chat up the guy. I can find him. Thelonious. <laughs> Thelonious? Right. And so that, that would leave uh, fate to be the bathroom attendant, right? <laughs> He's on shit duty. Just smelling crap all day for tips. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> might be able to make some money while you're in there. Mm-hmm. Un- unfortunately, um, it does seem like that might be my lot. But as uh, as it is, I am bound to try and find a way to get myself out of the situation so that I can see about my mother. So I guess I must do what I must do do. <laughs> I, I will say, as you guys study the floor plan, you discover that there are in fact two bathrooms, the primary guest bathroom in the back right corner of the building next to the karaoke stage mm-hmm. and the servant's restroom over by the kitchen, which is the smaller checkered floor bathroom on the west side of the map. So northeast corner checkered floor is the primary uh, bathroom. The smaller restroom over by the kitchen is reserved for kitchen staff and servants. You would need a restroom attendant in, in that bathroom. So. No. Yeah, you're definitely in the Northeast one. So Fate's out there handing out tissues and giving out Fate colognes and... Spraying them down with, uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> does uh, does anyone have any mints? Ooh, uh, mm, don't think I do. I have jerky. I can go forge some spearmint. That's about the best I can do. Hmm. You're just out here giving up plants? That's what you're just gonna do? <laughs> 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 you rather just 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 hand them paper towels to the fate. Just hand just hand them. The- uh, I, well, I, I was hoping you know the spearmint actually isn't a terrible idea. Maybe it could help me from the smell. Everybody, roll do a, a real quick luck check to see if at some point during the innumerable continental breakfast, you guys strike <laughs> me as a, oh, there's a take a mint oh, thing. Yeah. The people kind of people that would scoop mm-hmm. a full <laughs> take a mint jar into your pockets. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, luck roll is just a, a random d twenty, right? So everybody, do me a quick luck roll. Anybody who gets it's an 11 or higher. Mm, I got an 11. I got a 13. <laughs> <laughs> I got an 18. <laughs> I think the jar is in Mori. Yeah, there is, a, in fact, a jar of mints in jar. I got a net 20. <laughs> <laughs> we got all the mints. <laughs> I took all the mints, the whole fucking bowl every time. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, which one, which kind of mint? Are, ooh, yeah. Are we talking, are we talking Olive Garden chocolate mint? The Andes. Oh, Andes. <laughs> the melt away ones, right? Are we talking the tr- the trashy chalky one that you bite into and it's like dust? That's disgusting. What is the melt away one? It's delicious. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. No. They're disgusting. The melt away ones are delicious. No. Dinner mints are great. I will say this. On a nat 20, Jazz will discover that his mints look suspiciously like the knockout pills that you guys got from the tieflings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. Ah. 
They're almost like a minto. Ooh, minto. Because, uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Puts like to put a nice smooth candy coating on his drugs, man. Helps him go down easier. <laughs> Fate discovers that his mintos look exactly like, exactly like the drugs. Make sure you only give him two. <laughs> Fate's gonna kill him. God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 who has them? Um, should everybody take one? What's the point of that? In case we have separate opportunities to give. We need to use at least two to knock him out, though. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so then uh, Mori Baba take two. Are we still knocking him out? I think. I thought that was like one of the mini plans. I was going to go with the old, the old bump in, take a sword. Oh my God. No, Todd. <laughs> No. He, nope. See, he doesn't read any of the plans. No. We had a whole meeting about this in the Winnemay Joe and didn't even contribute. I, I, I remember. I, I just didn't, I didn't approve, approve of the plan. What if we get him to take one laid back one in order for to get him to drink a milk drink? Milk? I think that's not a bad idea. So, but he'll be like more loosey-goosey in party time and accept any drink that he's given. And then the milk drink makes him want to go to the bathroom for a longer amount of time. Just do it slowly so it's natural. It looks like he's just getting fucked up throughout the party. Mm. Yes. So is is Maury going to uh ease him into the to the to the drugs there? Is that what we're saying? You're gonna talk him into taking something? That possibly. I thought we were just gonna put it me and you were gonna carry it around on a tray of, with champagne. I mean we could do that too. We get we could secretly drug him or we could just, you know, have him, you know. Take it on his own. Oh, party favors? Is that what <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As, as long as snatch and, and, and grab is the last attempt. Well, I was going to do a sleight of hand. After everything else has failed. See, Todd, it was an Indiana Jones. We've seen how you did with the beer punk. He wasn't, it wasn't that great. Get him sick. And as he's vomiting, the bathroom attendant holds his hair back. There you go. And swaps the swords. And then gets a mint on the way out. So then he passes out and we just leave, uh, you know, completely uh, un- undetected. My friend, he's dead tired. And we get him with that one. <laughs> I-, I must say, this uh, this plan does seem to be uh, coming together. Yeah, milk and drugs. Mm-hmm. Just so he's feeling loosey-goosey in all kinds of areas. <laughs> Sorry, sh- Maury shakes off the tiefling. <laughs> and... Goes to the bathroom and vomits and then leaves with a mint. And that'll be the second mint. So it's not just like a two mint pass out. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, Maury. I do follow. So you want to give give him one mint. Um, get him a little uh, suggestive. Loose, as you say. And then uh, we find a way to then give him the second mint so that his transition from completely sober to comatose feels more natural and uh less likely to arouse suspicion i i do like it maybe todd and i should take an extra two just in case he he doesn't find one of them so that we can just slip it in his food i just don't know how we're just gonna slip him milk (laughs) a white russian what about cheese can we give some party favor with like a cheese in it like a <laughs> pastry? We got pastries? What? What's? What, I don't even know what the fucking menu is. Did we find out that our mark is uh, lactose intolerant? I'm, I'm gonna... Yes. Oh, we did. Yes. 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 Yes, we did. We did. We know that. I'm thinking that's how he gets to the bathroom. That's right. Oh, it, it's coming back to me now. That's right. Yes. Yeah, okay. So then, yes. Uh, I don't see maybe a cheesecake. Oh. <laughs> the most undercover dairy. Well, we could tell him it's vegan cheesecake and then uh, we're good. <gasps> Maybe there's, a, if he's lactose intolerant and there's a sit-down dinner, there's probably like an allergens thing. Mm-hmm. And we just got to move his. Yeah. 
to make sure that he does get there. Perfect. What if we give him like as part of the hors d'oeuvres or part of the meal, we go around with trays of small ice cream, but we tell him it's lactose free and it's really not. Think he's willing to roll that die? I guess that'll depend on exactly what the uh, the caterers are presenting. We are telling where the caterers. <laughs> do we have ice cream, Todd? Do, do, are you, can you guarantee that there's ice cream back there? <laughs> You could do that with anything that they serve. As long as there's milk back there, we're good. If it's a white Russian, you could say it's with the the uh, lactose-free white Russian. You could do that with anything. Yes? Coconut milk. I, then I, I like that plan. We, we can tell him straight up, no, we got your we we got your instructions. We know you're lactose intolerant. We are the catering service. We're, per, we're planned for this. We're professionals. There's no lactose in this. Plan successful. Does Todd have the fake sword in his pants pocket? Is that? Uh, first of all, I, there's not much I can hold in these pants. There's, there's, <laughs> Except it's very specifically a weapon, right? <laughs> you got the pocket of weapon pocket. <laughs> well, does the weapon pocket is it is it? That's what I'm saying. Does it come with? <laughs> that's that's his other pants, though. That's not his catering pants. Whatever you're wearing, whatever pants you put on turns into a weapon pocket. Oh, it is whatever pants. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I pay attention. Uh, <laughs> I didn't remember that. The pocket is interdimensionally linked. To, to my pants. <laughs> to you. Whatever pants I'm wearing. Okay. Yeah, to you. So whatever pants you're wearing, whatever you, whatever weapons you put in there, you can pull out of there. Would it look really weird, Todd, putting pants and shorts, or uh, sword and shorts? Yes, but uh, apparently it's possible. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, have your deployment plan, correct? Yes. Yes. Telekinetic link. Fate. Beep, beep, beep. Is it, is it time? Turn it on. Okay. Uh, all right. So fate activates the psychic link. I'm going to need what all of y'all think about Todd in those shorts. <laughs> Todd? We'll start with you. What are your opinion of how Todd looks like in those shorts? Uh, he is definitely seeing the 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 fruits of his labor of doing leg day. Um, he was adverse to doing leg days, but his quads are popping, and he's 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 pretty happy with the results. Uh, Maury, what is your opinion of Todd in those shorts? Um, Maury, um, uh, make looks over at, at Todd in the shorts and then makes their form look better. I was like, like, oh, that looks pretty good. I want to look better. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little, bit of, little bit of quad envy from Maury. All right. Eldrin, Todd in the shorts. So you said they're red shorts? Yeah. Are they tiefling red? Are they Todd red? <laughs> so do they, do they look nude? <laughs> Does he look like he's Winnie the Poohing it right now? Because if so, I am very disturbed. <laughs> Todd is a darker red in the shirt. So these are these are like a Alabama crimson red. Okay. Todd, I think, is a little bit of a darker than that, right, Todd? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I look better in the shorts than Todd looks. That's 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 what I'm thinking. <laughs> Which we know that's not true because you skip leg day frequently. That's true. Eldrin is more of an upper body strength. He's he got those archer traps. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> shapely thighs. Shapely thighs. Shapely? <laughs> Like you should be wearing nylons? Is that what you <laughs> De- delicate elven tootsies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you what do you got, Fate? Todd, Todd in the shorts. So noticing like Todd finally got out of those like ridiculously tight leather pants, like you say, oh, okay, he actually was using powder to like, you know, make that transition in and out of those things smoother. But then it's like, okay. Wait a second. We've been moving around a bit. He's got on these shorts. That's not powder. Todd's just fucking ashy. <laughs> Dude's knees need some need some help right now. <laughs> Faith's not gonna say anything about it, but he's noticing, and it's just like filing that away for a mental note later. 
Next time Todd goes to talking shit, is the the ashy knees are coming up, sir. <laughs> Todd know Todd knows that he usually doesn't have to worry about lotion because of the sweaty pants he has to wear. And if you ever put lotion and sweat, it doesn't go together. So you, you like you said, it's baby powder. So he doesn't really put lotion on. So now it's just a paste. Let's not litigate your ashy ass knees right now. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Baba, Todd in the shorts. Baba's like elated that they came up with the security plan because his legs look just like that without the armor on. <laughs> 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 so so he, he's really relieved right now <laughs> that, he, <laughs> that his legs would have looked exactly the same. I'm, di- I'm disappointed that fruits of Todd's labor were right there. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you're seeing some fruits all right, but they enter your labor. <laughs> All right, so everybody roll initiative for me. Does Eldrin typically wear pants? Yep. You got pasty ass legs. Pasty ass legs. <laughs> oh, I am sure Eldrin has some dad white ass yeah. fucking legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some dad white legs. Blown out white. Yeah. I've got a 23. 16 for Maury. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I got a. I got a seven, a 12. I got an 18. I've got Todd at the top of the lineup with a 23, Baba with an 18, Maury with a 16, Eldrin with a 12, and Fate with a seven. All right, so we're going to do this a little bit different until shit goes wrong. So basically- If. What? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to basically do clue movement rules, right? You guys are starting in the entryway. The catering staff would be expected to go left and check in with the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Maury and Baba are free to mingle as they see fit. Yeah, and again, if you want to delay your turn and move together, you guys can certainly coordinate your your movement together. But that looked normal for Maury. And well, you know, I'm going to shut the fuck up. So basically, you can move like one room's distance over. So like Todd, you could move from where you're at in the entryway to like this hallway junction. If you're in one room, you can move to another room. Kind of thinking of like the board game Clue, moving from one room to the next. I'm not going to make y'all use your actual movement unless we go into like something's gone wrong and we're rolling combat initiative and we're going in turn order and you guys have to make a break for it. Then we'll go into actual movement movement um, because I don't want this to devolve into counting squares just yet. So (laughs) Todd, you are up. What what you doing? All right. So I just I'm in there. I don't have I don't have a tray yet. So I got to go get a tray with some uh, with some. Some 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 champagne on it at least, right? Mm-hmm. So that's to the left. Yep, to the left. So I just go in the room and I get a tray. You be go in the entryway, turn left down the, this big arching hallway. These healed, you know what? Actually, did Todd wear the caterer shoes, which are like these patent leather red shoes? Or are you still wearing your Todd boots? Mm, got to go full costume, so you got to go with the the patent leathers. So the heels of your your red caterer shoes clacking against this parquet wood flooring and this kind of elaborate pattern. As you get to the entrance of the hallway, that'll bring us to Baba. You and Tori can move as a unit if you want. You guys are up. Yeah, I'll, I'll give my turn to, to Tori. And I will stand in the hallway menacingly, you know, from whatever room she goes in. Yeah, you can delay your initiative till you till you follow her. So, Maury, which, which way is, is Maury headed? Like, as you step in, this is obviously a, a meeting hall, like an institutional meeting hall on the campus. You guys are closer to the inner ring. It's not quite that Gothic architecture, but it's definitely more the Romanesque architecture of the, of the second wing. You know, really high arched ceilings in the hallway, uh, this elaborate red and brown parquet wood floor in this diamond uh, repeating pattern. You step into this large, wide hallway that leads to the left and right off the entranceway within a smaller hallway heading north into the building. 
To the right, you can see a jester standing in the uh, in the corner tuning up a lute. To the left, you can see Todd headed back towards the kitchen. Oh boy. Um, toward I guess what kind of seems like the flow of of main guests would be to the to the right. Does that kind of make to the sense? right? Yeah, that's okay. yeah, that's that's where you would. Well, actually, give me a quick perception check. Let's see if Maury picks up the party vibes. Oof, vibe check. Leak. Uh, the twelve. Oof, a twelve. All right. So uh, you can you can definitely see the jester to the right tuning up his lute from the uh, to the western side of the building, kind of down the direction Todd went. You can hear just a boom, 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 like coming from the room, like the like the bass bump of a of a DJ or something going on in that one room. It sounds like it might be a little bit of a dance hall. It, it's hard for you to tell. You can see to the east two smaller hors d'oeuvre tables with some people mingling around it, like a thin line of smoke creeping out from underneath a door in the southeast corner. Uh, but it's, it's really kind of hard for Maury to tell. Uh, I think then just in the opposite direction of Todd for the sake of covering ground, okay. covering more ground. And for the sake of like security and stuff, the disguise that Maury's taken on is like a like an orcish kind of, because Maury's that green flubber in, in their plasmoid form to kind of... Because we had gotten that intel before that people use illusion magic to look cool for parties to where upon semi like kind of passing gaze, it just would seem like maybe she like cleared up her skin or something as it was just kind of odd. Yeah. As you guys start to encounter the other party goers, you're 100% right. There are, you can tell that there is a combination of faculty college staff from these two different competing academic organizations. The faculty are wearing their formal robes, Yahavar Navy, with the runes scrolled down their stoles. The members that are actually part of the two different competing organizations have a secondary accent color. One is this deep purple, this other one is this bright white. So you can kind of see the two factions as they mingle through the party. They tend to cluster in groups. There's not a lot of co-mingling between the two competing groups. When you entered in Yahavar, there was a air of magic everywhere on campus as stoners telekinetically hacky-sacked back and forth and uh, familiars darted around the campus, bringing people you know, the book that they left at the library or the, uh, taking notes to another section of class. This is where quite a bit of prestidigitation and cantrips and disguise self and a number of different magics are layered on top of each other, which makes you feel a little bit more secure that you know, there it would it would be considered extremely gauche to try and see through those enhancements at an event like this. So you've got two hors d'oeuvre areas, and then that room with the shut door to the east that has some smoke curling out from underneath the door that you guys could move to. So just pick an area over to the table of the east, the table right next to the entrance, or by the door with the smoke bubbling out, which is over to the southeast corner. Smoke. So are you actually going through that door into that room or you just, actually, you wouldn't be able to make it there this turn. We're going to put you right outside here. All right. So then uh, that'll bring us to Eldrin. Are there any plants in this entryway? You can see where there are plants on the map. To the west of you in one of the small, the coat check room directly to the west of the entry, you can see two large ferns behind the counter where uh, a mage a, you know, quite obviously a underclassman is taking people's robes or umbrellas or brooms or familiars. There's just a giant pile of weird glowing shit behind them in the, in the wizardly party Kochek room. You can see two large ficuses there. And around the corner to the east, you can see a row of some big bushy philodendrons. Oh no. <laughs> that, uh, that, uh, that line the east hallway. And then within the individual rooms, there may be some additional plants. 
Burnt Can paradise. I get to the, the, the east hallway to talk to the plants real quick? Is there anyone else in that hallway? You can get to the edge of the hallway next to the jester on this turn. Yeah, but you wouldn't actually get to the plants until your next turn. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm taking the long way, Todd. Uh, right. Fate, well, what's your move? Real simple. Uh, Fate, being a good boy, brought up by some good people, is just gonna put, uh, is just gonna walk around as he's making his way to the bathroom with his index finger held in the air, just kind of close to the side of his head, and just you know make eye contact, let everybody know he's excusing himself to the bathroom, and just quietly tiptoes on by. As you are dressed up like staff, nobody makes eye contact with you. Perfect, because <laughs> nobody really needs to know where I'm going. But that, you know, they glance at you for a second, see that you don't have drinks or food, and then gl- go back to the the individuals that they're talking to. Perfect. Uh, that would put you over by Eldrin to the east. All right, that'll bring us back to the top of the order. Todd, you're up. All right, so I'm making my way up to this upper left-hand corner, right? That's the kitchen? Craig, yeah, you can make yourself further on down the hallway, pretty much almost right to the kitchen. All right, so... But I am... Before before that, give me a real quick... to see if I meet anyone? Yeah, give me a... We're going to start doing the party encounter roll. So give me a d20 roll. One to 13, you make it to the kitchen unmolested. On a 13 or higher, you're going to encounter a party goer. A 15. 15. All right. So give me a quick D20, a second D20 roll real quick. Well, now five. Now you want to roll low. This is one of the members of the Association of Sovereign Sorcerers. And then Wizards Analyzing New Cantrips are the two scholarly organizations that are vying for the patronage of this uh, wealthy Yurgish academic who is visiting. It is a dragonborn wearing the Yahavar blue with the uh, the yellow stripe of ass on it, uh, stumbles out and he goes, Oh, I, I'm starving, man. I, I swear, I, they haven't brought hors d'oeuvres around. Uh, have you got anything on you? And he goes to pat you down as if he's scavenging and trying to find whoa. food that you might have secreted away somewhere. Whoa, 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 whoa. Give me a really quick dexterity saving throw. Oh, shit. 12. 12. So that's enough to pass. Uh, he doesn't get his hand in those weapon pockets, but he, he does a little bit grab. He's is that a sausage? Oh, oh no, sorry there, buddy. That's you don't have anything on you. And he scuttles off looking a little bit embarrassed. All right, back around to the Mori Baba combo. You guys are standing outside of the door that has some smoke rolling out of it in the, the southeastern, not a little buffet area, but basically like a little like a little chill area where there's a table set up, some people are snacking, kind of some pre-dinner hors d'oeuvres. This is actually the more quieter session as you move over here, away from the the thump of what is clearly the dance hall. Maury, real quick, since you're kind of leading this, give me a a party encounter roll. Trying for a 13 or lower to not have to deal with a random. Ooh, that's a two. Okay. Since you're in the quiet part of the party, you don't really bump into anybody. There's definitely more noise coming out of the room with the smoke creeping out from underneath the door. But everybody else seems to be judiciously walking past that, moving further back into the end of the party building itself. Yeah, just just heading to most populated areas, keeping an eye out for our guy, as well as I'm going to try and eavesdrop where I can if there happens to be anybody talking about him. Get as much intel as possible. Baba, are you good at, at eavesdropping? <laughs> <laughs> I, give me a quick perception check. Woo! Not 20. Her whole side turns to ears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maury blossoms with ears suddenly. And, and I will say through your mental link, even though she's got the hat of disguise on, you guys all have each other's mental image. And say, so you all, all see this, this blossoming of ears around Maury. And you Ooh. can hear uh, some of you. Oh, yeah. I don't know when the guest is getting here, but he's not here yet. So uh, I, I guess uh. more drinks for everybody. You know, the Yurgish like to uh, show up fashionably late. and. 
when the show up already a little bit tied on themselves, so they want to make sure everybody's at their level when they get there. Maury yells in the telepathic link, he's not here yet. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we heard it. We heard it. Dinner's at 8.30, just so everybody knows. Thank you. How you guys doing? Let's keep this channel clear. Let's keep this channel clear. <laughs> <laughs> Baba, is there anything that you want to do separately at this point? Uh, No. All right. As long as you're trailing Mori, I'm not going to make you guys roll two separate party encounter rolls. Okay. Mori, you've got the option to move up towards another little hors d'oeuvre area up into what you can see looks like kind of like a cozy den almost. There's a fireplace, a little bit more of a chill, sedate area where there's a lot of the wanks assembled. (laughs) Wizards wearing the deep blue robes with the white stripes, uh, or wankers, as some might uh, might call them. Uh, They don't like to be called wankers. They prefer wanks, but you know how these things work out. There's a bunch of wanks in that eastern, almost like a study slash lounge chill-out room where there's a, a couple of sofas. There is another jester in that area uh, doing a little bit of a um, juggling act, so occasionally a little bit of stage magic. The other option would be to head into the main central dining area. You were describing this couch room. Correct. This bottom right corner? The southeast corner is where the smoke is coming out from underneath the door. Slightly north of that is another little smaller hors d'oeuvre, like lounge area. One step north of that with the two red couches is the the lounge. The, The smoke room. Oh, you're heading into the smoking room? Okay. The door is not locked, but it's wedged a little bit. Just give me a real quick, easy strength check. Okay. That's a 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, 12. What? You push against it more, and it's not wedged shut, but it's, it's almost like somebody's leaning against it. Baba, if you want to blow past the door, you certainly could as as her security. L- let me handle this. Oh, here comes the nat one. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. I got a D4 on that, though, don't I? <laughs> he's, he's definitely not as strong as... Uh... What, did, what did you get? I got a nine. Do I get a, I get a D4 on that, right? For... Panahedron ability? Well, hold on. Let's remember... You're moist right now, so I believe you're making these checks at disadvantage. Ooh, I am moist. <laughs> go ahead and roll it again, since you'd be rolling it at a disadvantage, but use athletics, because as you go to push on it, your feet start to slip a little bit in your armor. Oh, yeah, I suppose you use athletics. That's what it is. Oh, very nice. Unfortunately, you won't get that 23, so... <laughs> but you do have plus seven, so that would have been a 13 on the lower roll. Should we do it together? <laughs> the heave hole. <laughs> No, what I was asking was the the pentahedron, my ocean strength, can add 1d4 to any strength-based ability check. Correct, yeah. So you can roll another d4 under that if you'd like. Oh, it's one. (laughs) So 14. You shoulder the door a little bit and you hear somebody stumble forward and go, Hey, not cool. And there is a bugbear that was uh, leaning against the door and he looks back at you and as you push the door further open, just a cloud of multicolored, deeply scented, floral and chemical smoke just rolls and hits you and Maury both in the face. Give me constitution saving throws real quick as the room, this massive laboratory alchemy lab was being hotboxed like a motherfucker by this group of wizards. Oh no. (laughs) And you guys have just got a concentrated mm. backdraft blast of smoke into both of your faces. Mm. Your security's not going to be too secure now. So. <laughs> That's a 14 for Mori. You, you, but you have a plus three to that. So 17. So pass for Mori. Baba, what was the con save? I got a nine. No plus anything. Huh? <laughs> My Mastiff, who's with me. Wait, 
Is your dog out? You didn't mention that your dog was out this entire time. (laughs) (laughs) He never went away. Fine Steve doesn't go away. Remember I said we were watching the beer pong. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't catch that. Hang on. Me and the dog. Yeah. Yeah. The dog doesn't go away. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. So, (laughs) Ro-Ro. You ran Romy. This is Romy rolling on. Why can I hear all their voices in my head? Who? Hey, dog. I wasn't expecting that because now I would share the psychic link with all of you. (laughs) Like, I should have talked about what I thought about Todd in those pants. And you know what it was? The thought was, I want to sniff it, but I can't sniff it. (laughs) I want to sniff it, but I can't sniff it. That was the the thought, because it's being polite. And Baba said no. So... He, he got a 13. All right. So, I'm sorry, what was your final score? Mine was nine. All right. And he got a what? 13. And Maury got a what? Maury got a 17. All right. Maury, you are fine. Baba, you and your dog? <laughs> Feeling a little toasty. Uh, you will have disadvantage on perception and insight checks for- <laughs> Oh, no. For a few moments. Oh, God. Uh, not for the entire encounter, possibly, because it was just a- <laughs> A shotgun blast to the face. This is magical. Who knows what it is? <laughs> uh, some kind of smoke. But you feel yourself immediately just relax and you, you know, the thoughts of man. But you know, my pentahedron shards based on water, man. And I, I just, you know, better if I go with the flow. And you hear the dog go, whoa, <laughs> red on. I like you guys. <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. Uh, You guys push into that room, and yeah, this is where a number of mages are boiling and bubbling and using a (laughs) a variety of alchemical gear. It's the vape room. Mm -mm. It's the wizard vape room you guys have wandered into. (laughs) There are uh, all kinds of animated smoke shapes rolling through the fog. You see like a wanker versus an assy having some kind of like weird smoke battle where they're they're, they're creating little proxies. Like one will create a little smoke, a knight jousting at a dragon, which will then blow out a big blast of flames. They're just coming up with different wizardly games to blast smoke into each other's faces, each getting progressively more fucked up. You hear the bugbear go, no, man, you're letting out fun. And they shut the door and uh, you guys are inside that room with the door shut. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll again uh, at this point, but if you stay in there for more than another turn, you will incur another roll. So next turn, you move out, you're cool. You hang out in there, you'll incur another effect. Eldrin, your go. Well, I was going to ask this plant over here if he'd heard anything about the guests of honor. But uh, since we have already found that information out, I think I'm going to turn around and head towards the catering, the, the kitchen. Okay. Give me a uh, wandering party encounter roll. What is it? A, just a D20? D20. Yep. You want a 13 or lower? So I'm going to say this, and this is just, i just saying it's it. a four. You can't get rid of that character, Big Munda, whatever her name is. That name was awesome. Big Munda? <laughs> Big Munda Beefus? Yeah. It has to be. <laughs> yes, Big, Big Munda Beefus. The name has to come. Big Munda Beefus? I think we found Todd's love interest, Big Munda. <laughs> <laughs> the name Big Munda Beefus mm. is a great name. Uh, she certainly <laughs> is not happy with Todd having been dethroned. Uh, what did you get, Eldrin, on your party roll? Four. All right. So, yeah, you are able to move over to the uh, the hallway heading back to the kitchens. No problem. Fate, you're up. Well, the gesture where you're at is a Asimar rotating their eyes through different glowing colors in tune to the music. And they look over at you and they go, hey, man, when you when you come back around, could you get me a salsa? That'd be awesome. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just giving that like nod like, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing it. Um, Keep on moving around the corner. But since I know that like the mark isn't here yet, I'm going to kind of slow roll it and maybe kind of peek and eavesdrop also as I kind of make my way around, see if we can get any extra information. So kind of walk close to all the doors and see listening into the rooms as I walk by. Perfect. First, give me a uh, party encounter roll. That is a 10. Yeah. That's a 10. All right. Yeah. People like 
swerve out of the way to to avoid you as, <laughs> as you're walking. Again, there's the, oh, here comes another, god damn it, when are we going to get in another round of drinks? Uh-oh. And now give me the perception check. Perception. That's a 19. Yeah. You, you know that the guests will be arriving somewhat imminently, hmm. and that there is a little bit of a rising tide of people being upset there that there haven't been more drinks brought around recently. Hmm. Oh, yeah, we should probably... Uh, Eldred, Todd. Uh, yes, I, I forgot. We're actually the wait staff. We should. Uh, we should probably uh, get to uh, serving some drinks. Just you know that we don't blow our own cover. I have been. I have been. <laughs> have you? We haven't even gotten to the kitchen yet. Like. <laughs> I'm not, I'm on my way. That's what I mean. I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this, this is all happening rather quickly as you guys move through. And in fact, you know, I know we're playing it out in turns, but a lot of this is happening simultaneously. Yeah. So Todd, yeah, you'll definitely be able to make it in the kitchen and grab a tray and, and, and start to circulate with a round of drinks uh, and it, being wizardly. Basically, once you have the magical tray, it keeps filling up. So it's not like you'll have to check check back to it. Oh, I was going to ask about that. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't. Like the tray itself is magical and it will populate with, uh, it just populates with different drinks. So when everybody grabs champagnes as the server, you can go, give me a round of fucking old fashions and it'll populate that. So you've got the ability to kind of read the crowd and populate it and, and kind of swerve through. And if somebody requests a sp- specific drink, you just have to empty the tray and then request a, a tray full of that drinks. It can't do a mix. It can't do one. Just a full tray of drinks each time. They have food platters to do the same if you'd want to carry out one of each. But you are able to make it to the uh, the kitchen and load up with that this round if you want to. Yep. Real quick. Who's got who's got the drugs again? Fate's got two of them. I thought we had some too. Did Todd and I end up taking them? I, yeah. I asked and no one. No, Maury and Baba should have two also. They should have two. Why are they poisoning? Real quick. Not the wait staff. What? I could have sworn we had them. I thought we did, but I don't know if anyone ever took it. Uh, double checking. I know Fate has some. Mm-hmm. I, I asked. I was. I, I thought I was only going to take the one for trying. I feel like one one for each of the weight stuff. We should each have one. Yeah. One? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which is what I said to begin with. Okay. D- d- listen. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. Well, you won. There you go. I'm just checking. <laughs> you know, I have a really good idea. We should each have one. That's a great idea. <laughs> Moria, <what are> you- <laughs> Genius. <laughs> that is some good planning. I'm glad that somebody finally committed to leading the party for a change. All right. <laughs> exactly. Todd. As you head back to the kitchens, give me a real quick intelligence check. Oh, boy. <laughs> DC 10. Saving throw or just... Just a flat-up intelligence roll. Like an arcana would just don't investigate... No, no. Straight-up intelligence check. Mm, eight. And minus one, that turns my nine to an eight. <laughs> Ooh, eight minus one. All right, Todd, so you're, you're headed into the kitchen, correct? Yes. All right, you head into the kitchen, and as you cross over to the threshold to the kitchen and get ready to pick up two trays, a thought pops into your head slightly too late. Oh, no. Oh, no. That, man, this is a big building. <laughs> and, oh, wait. How far apart are we allowed to get at this moment? Oh, no. There it is. (laughs) I knew it. (sighs) I fucking knew it. And you have now exceeded your pentahedron distance, triggering a body swap. So uh, this is about to get even more challenging for everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Everybody, real quick, we will just do this. Since, Todd, you triggered it. Give me a D6 roll. One. And you guys are all kind of arrayed, and I'm going to just rotate you around in a clockwise fashion. So everybody switches clockwise, one to the left. So Todd, you guys feel the thrum twang of the pentahedron teleport, but instead of your bodies teleporting, just your spirits teleport as they swap places. Todd, you are now in Fate's body. Fate, you are now in Maury's body. Maury, you're now in Baba's body. Baba, you are now in Eldrin's body. 
and Eldrin, you're now in Todd's body. So there is that moment of of swirling perception and confusion as you all shift one direction to the right. And somebody give me a D10 roll. How big is this room? Is this as big as a football field? Does the dog have a name? <laughs> Six. It's a giant like public hall within this this big university. Yeah, it's huge, man. It's a huge building. Wizards, motherfucker. His name is Adebisi. Oh, no, not Adebisi. The dog's name is Adebisi? <laughs> <laughs> As a six on the D10. All right. So for six rounds, Ugh. you guys are body swapped. Six rounds? What the hell? Body swap for six rounds. <sighs> Here we go, everybody. At least I'm not naked this time. Huh. <laughs> 